Today's podcast session is supported by Uphill. So if you ask a therapist who's doing clinical work what the bane of their existence is, usually progress notes are in the top one to two. I'm not naming any names, but when I was doing clinical work, I remember I had several colleagues who would get so backed up on clinical notes, so they would end up spending their nights and weekends trying just to catch up. Honestly, who wants to do that? And this is where Appeal comes in. Appeal is AI-powered case notes. Now, I know for many of us, when we hear the word AI, we're, there's like a natural skepticism. And honestly, I had that skepticism as well until I got to meet with the Appeal team and learn about some of the many ways that they are doing this in a way that is HIPAA compliant and also doesn't sell data to anyone and also protects our clients as well. You can learn more about Uphill and the awesome work that they're doing in the world uh, by going to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Uphill. And Uphill is uh, spelled U-P and then H-E-A-L, all one word. And at checkout, be sure to enter the promo code COUCH25, C-O-U-C-H, and the number 25 to get 25% off your Uphill plan for the first two months. If you are thinking about creating an online course, I know that many of us may be thinking about that right now in the midst of the pandemic and in a post-pandemic world, whether it's just to diversify our income uh, beyond therapy work or uh, just to feel like we have a bigger message to share and we want to be able to share that in a different way uh, beyond just our geographic area. If all of that sounds awesome and you've been thinking about creating an online course, I uh, just wanted to invite you to download the free A to Z online course guide. Uh, I launched my first online course back in 2015 to a $297 first sale. And through a lot of just hard work and uh, a lot of trust in colleagues to purchase the course, we've now had over 275 of our colleagues purchase the Healthcasters podcasting course. And I've learned a ton about what it takes to launch, grow, and scale a podcasting course and a course in, uh, in general. And uh, that guide just has a lot of helpful information to help you get started. We're also launching something called Online Course School. This is a live cohort experience. So meaning that this isn't like a digital course on courses, although eventually it will have that. But this is more of a live experience where we therapists can gather over the course of six to eight weeks. And what I will do is I will teach you everything that I know about how to launch and grow a successful online course. We'll start with your idea and how to validate your online course. We'll then work through what your lessons and modules and all of those different things will look like. We'll actually take time and and actually do exercises to get those down. We'll come up with your course title and your subtitle uh, in a way that your students are excited to want to purchase that course. And then we'll talk about actually how to record and market your course as well. And you'll be joined with others in community and you'll have an accountability buddy and a bunch of really awesome stuff. And uh, if any of that sounds awesome, I encourage you to download again the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. So we'll get right to today's session. (laughs) 
Hello, hello. Welcome to session 295 of Selling the Couch. I hope that you're doing well and uh, having a good day. So we are doing something well. This is actually not brand new. Uh, we did a little bit of it uh, last year, but we're doing something new with uh, podcast episodes this year in that we're doing some coaching calls. I, uh, I'm i not an expert on many things, and but uh, I feel like when it comes to online courses and podcasting, I have a decent amount of knowledge and experience with podcasting. I've been doing the STC podcast since 2015, and uh, we recently passed the 1.2 million download mark. And with online courses, I launched my first course, the Healthcasters podcasting course back in 2015 as well. And uh, we've been fortunate to have over 275 students go through that course. We actually passed the $250,000 revenue mark here fairly recently. And so I felt like these two areas, uh, I've learned a lot, uh, have had some massive fails, and we wanted to do these calls just so that uh, I can continue to serve you guys and help you out. Today's podcast is supported by Kelly Miranda and the team over at Zinimi. And I learned something recently, which is that did you know this, that therapists are among the worst paid master's degrees? And Kelly and Miranda and the, and the team over at Zinimi believe that it's time to stop that. They actually have something called uh, Business School for Therapists, which is basically this opportunity to, to learn those business skills and those marketing skills that we often didn't learn. And even if we are a practice owner, there are likely gaps in our knowledge, and Business School for Therapists fills that that gap in that knowledge. They actually have a ton of really awesome free trainings on their site, and I encourage you to check it out, uh, including a number of private practice masterclasses. They're absolutely free. You can learn more about it over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash zinni me. And zinni is spelled Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E. So today's call is focused on online courses. Our guest is Heather McKenzie from mckenziecounseling.org. And Heather was actually one of our beta students for online course school back here in the fall. And online course school was this live eight-week experience where we took an, uh, an online course from a simple idea to actually validation to planning out lessons and modules to writing out the sales page basically to get it all the way to the point where you're ready to record your course by the end of it and uh, and get your first beta students. And uh, I, you know, reached out to Heather because Heather's, you know, doing some pretty amazing stuff in the, in the world of DBT and anxiety. And she has a course that is focused specifically on... Um, on anxiety. And the course's website is over at dialdownanxiety.com. And Heather had this common struggle, which it is a common struggle. It was something I struggled with. It's something I think for many of us, we struggle with this, which is, okay, I have my online course, but how in the world do I market it? And where do I focus my marketing time and my marketing revenue? Right? Uh, or my marketing costs. And so that's what we're diving into today. Uh, and I hope that you enjoy today's podcast session or today's coaching call. 
So Heather, you said a bunch of really good stuff there. And I, one, like mad props for even thinking you wanted to start online. I mean, this is like pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. And and I just feel like, I'm kind of curious, like I would think starting online already orients your mind to thinking, how can I like present this in an online medium, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have that extra step of how do I go from traditional brick and mortar office to online to teaching online, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. Cause I had already figured out some of those like things that needed to be adapted. Mm. Like, how do I share these tools? How to learning how to use a screen share and the whiteboard and yeah. I'm having props that I can show things with, even though I can't put it in their hand. Mm. Um, so yeah, you're right. I think I was already having to consider some of those pieces. Yeah. It's also really cool. Like how in life, the, there's certain skills that you acquire, right? Like mm -hmm. they become so valuable, right? So for example, I mean, you know more how to do stuff on Zoom than I know how, like the whiteboard and all of that kind of stuff. And I, I feel like that's such a valuable asset as you build your online course. So I wanted mm -hmm. to just share that with you uh, as well. And what is the course about? So there's, you know, you notice DBT, there's anxiety. So like, tell us a little bit about the course and we'll kind of jump into that question. Sure. So I, I combined the stuff that I love the most, which is um, helping people understand why we have anxiety, how to treat it, and the DBT emotion regulation skills. Mm -hmm. It's one of the core modules of dialectical behavioral therapy. And they're very um, practical tools to better understand emotions and also regulate them. I also mm -hmm. threw in a few from the distress tolerance module as well. So it's a really robust chunk of information that I'm um, offering in eight weeks. And I'm excited yeah. for, I'm excited for the transformation that I, that I know is going to happen through it. Yeah. And I mean, I think what's so cool about it is one, you've done this online and then you've actually done this with other clients. And then it's also a model that's been successful. So it's like, I think it's so cool that you can weave in your personal sort of, you know, like skills and even ex to some degree experience, like all of that stuff into this course, right? Mm -hmm. um, so so the idea of the course is there. And then I know with in OCS, um, at one, I wanted to say like, oh my gosh, it was so neat to see you transform this from this like abstract idea to, you know, mm -hmm. like these are my modules and this is, you know, gonna, these are the lessons I'm going to create and, you know, all of those things. And so one, I just so appreciate you doing that. Uh, but we're at this point right now where we're like thinking of marketing this course, right? Not just in the short term, but in the long term. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I need. I need to create a plan for. Mm -hmm. um, so far, I've done local marketing with therapists uh, that I'm in connection with and some uh, national listserv and some Facebook groups that have therapists in them. And that's working. That's working fine. It's good. I've got a good core group that I think is going to be able to be part of the first class. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's gonna, that's not sustainable as the main effort that I make. So yeah. um, in online course school, we talked about so many ideas um, of ways to, to try to reach an audience. And I'm just kind of overwhelmed with how many options mm -hmm. and I still have a full caseload. So I have limited time and I really kind of want to get some, um, kind of bang for my buck with with where I invest my time. Yeah, which I think that is 
that struggle that you're articulating so well, I think that's a really common struggle. I think a lot of our colleagues have. It's something that I had when mm-hmm. I first created the Health Gastros course because I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you struggle with this. Like, it feels like every other day there's some new social media platform no, or something. No, where did TikTok come from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's on TikTok. Like, what? I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then right before that was Clubhouse. And like, it mm-hmm. is, it feels really overwhelming. A lot to keep up with. It is. Um, so, you know, for me, I think I, one, I wanted to acknowledge that overwhelm because I think most people struggle with it. Um, for me, I, I start, I, before even thinking about any of these platforms, I kind of take a step back and I ask myself a couple of things like, mm-hmm. what are the, what are like my superpowers in terms of like how I teach, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. for example, like, am I more of a visual teacher, right? Mm-hmm. So things like Instagram might make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But, or am I more of like a kind of one-to-one, uh, not like strict lecture, but interactive I feel like that's probably your wheelhouse, just thinking about, you know, like, because you're used to the Zoom rooms and those, you know, and mm-hmm. the props and all of those kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how much do you enjoy doing that, like, sort of, you know, like, nerding out and thinking about the different, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I definitely like the interactive part mm-hmm. and the kind of the live part is appealing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about what we talked about in online course school with, like, doing some workshops and that kind of thing. Yeah. And and I think that's that's probably the best way to kind of help people understand what I'm like and what it would be like to be in a course with me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, great point. So for me, like, and I, you know, shared some of this with you guys in uh, OCS, but like, I think about like five core pieces of content. Now the five pieces of content don't have to get built out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like this year. In mm-hmm. fact, what I would recommend is focus on one for six months mm-hmm. and and then go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to give you kind of the order that I would do it. Um, but uh, so in generally what I what I think about is I'm always looking to build like what I call core content or standalone content. So mm-hmm. basically, if this one piece of content were shared somewhere, mm-hmm. someone would be like, oh, my gosh, I got to bookmark this. I got to attend this live. I got to download it. Like, so that's a little bit different than like, you know, like one blog post, right? Right. Like that it's blog posts, I think are a long-term like SEO. That's a long-term strategy, but Mm -hmm. I take the blog post idea and I kind of like take it to the next level and I'll kind of articulate that. But so this is what I do for STC. Again, this is what's worked for me. I think you have to kind of figure out, you know, what, what sort of works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I did was webinars. Um, mm-hmm. And I created a um, a slide deck mm-hmm. that I could use for a live webinar, mm-hmm. like a live workshop and an evergreen workshop. Mm-hmm. It ended up being the same slide deck, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason I started with webinars is exactly why you artic- what you articulated, which is, I feel like when potential students or potential referral sources for our course, they see us and they see how we teach, mm-hmm. right? The differentiator, there's so much information on any of these topics online, right? So the great differentiator is our personality and our style of teaching. Sure, yep. Right, and I feel like webinars sort of cater to both. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were starting out, um, and this is again what even I'm doing for OCS too, like I start on the webinar level. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would probably focus like your next six months. So creating a slide deck, doing some, um, you, uh, we typically use Facebook ads and, you know, I can definitely connect you with our, our Facebook ads person. Uh, but we, we drive traffic to the webinar signup page and then people um, join and, and connect on that webinar. And then I teach on the webinar. And then at the end of the webinar, it's an invitation to either be part of the beta group or mm-hmm. to sign up for the digital course. Um, I know that's a lot of information. So what questions and what do you have for me? Is this a, a free webinar that you do? Yeah, so it's interesting. I Thus far, I have done free webinars. But literally last week, I was on a webinar with an uh with an ip attorney that was like on nfts and they charged 47 dollars for it and that was really interesting because i i had i think that was the first one ever maybe that i had actually paid to be on the webinar but then i started thinking about it from like a business mindset too because the interesting thing is it's a little bit higher barrier to entry, right? If somebody's paid for something with you, then they're more likely to continue to pay for something with you, right? So I might experiment, uh, and I'm actually leaning toward just doing low-cost 47 or $97 intro webinars uh, for that very reason, because, I mean, I, I feel like everyone that's listening, you and I, like, we when we teach, we're providing... We're not going to, you know, give like a lot of service level stuff. We're actually going to go deep. Right. right? Next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah. uh, I I would personally probably do like a lower cost of 47 or 97. What do you think about something like that? Sure. So the the course I'm doing right now, I was thinking I'm recording it for the participants. And so my thought is that I could take some clips of different lessons and have those lessons be one, an example on my uh, sales page that's like free. Like, look, here's, see what Heather's like as you as you work with her. Um, and then also I could do something longer that would be more of a, a paid if you want the whole one, uh, one class lesson on understanding the brain and how it impacts your emotional regulation. Uh-huh. That can be $17 or whatever, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so there could be some samples free and then some more robust, like for a small cost. Yeah. So that's a really interesting thought. So let me just make sure I understand. So like on a sales page, you might have like, so personally, I would just do like one, like a sample because like too many things I think will confuse people. Like, so it could be a section of, Hey, here's the sample of what the course looks like. Right now. The, the other part is, um, personally, I would stick to one core offering like okay right like so one webinar going to one course because it's very counterintuitive but the main reason is i think if you offer a lot of different things it can confuse people okay right and then practically the other side of it is us as course creators for every one of these courses you put out there there's marketing upkeep Mm -hmm. right build out like 
you know, we're, I think you and I are both about like ease and flow as we get older, right? right. And so, yeah. um, so that's personally what I would do one core webinar. Uh, think of like a topic that really resonates for a lot of uh, folks that are interested in that mm -hmm. intersection of DBT and anxiety. Okay. Right. And then um, have that. So teach on that and then have mm -hmm. an invitation to the course at the end. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so the reason I like the webinars are you create the slide deck one time, you can turn, mm -hmm. you can have it live. So you can do live whenever you would like, right? Let's say every quarter or every mm -hmm. six months, whatever. But then you can also record it, right? Like kind of on your own. And then you can have it evergreen, right? Just kind of living on your site so people can sign up whenever. And then you can also direct traffic, like pay traffic to that as well, or free traffic, right? Yeah. So it's kind of working both channels. Um, so webinars, the first thing I always do, uh, the second one I always do is like a downloadable guide or a cheat sheet. Okay. Uh, the main reason I do that, and again, less is more like, so you don't have to write a whole novel on this stuff. Um, right. the reason is because like you're creating a warm list, right? People that are truly interested in that content, right? Mm -hmm. So you can then be like, Hey, you know, hope you enjoyed the guide. And, um, if you want you know um further help we actually have a free live webinar coming up or we have a free um evergreen webinar that you can sign up for whenever you know yeah. um side note uh it, it would be interesting i think be sure to like make a note of like what resonates for people so some people like the word webinar some people like workshop other oh, people like master class like so uh, you know, workshop, for example, intimidates some people. So just sort huh. of be aware yeah. of, you know, that learned language, right? So I've got webinar, downloadable guide or cheat sheet. And then what I do is I do like what's called like a core blog post. So one standalone blog post that's mm. like blows people out of the water. Right? <laughs> okay. So this could be the, the DBT guide to, you know, X person struggling with high anxiety you know, or the, the highly, the, the, I don't know, the highly anxious person's guide to something, you know, right. So sort of this authoritative blog post and within that blog post, what I'm usually doing is, um, establishing what something is teaching a little bit. And this is something I do, which is I might include like three to five videos in there. Oh, right. Okay. But then put those onto YouTube and then embed it from YouTube. So you're getting YouTube traffic onto the blog post oh, okay, as well. Great. Um, so smart. Yeah. So a uh, little stuff that I've kind of learned. Good, yeah. um, and then that way people are also on the blog post, they're clicking and then you're getting, um, you know, download numbers on your YouTube video as well. Sure. Right? Okay. Uh, and then, so that's like the core three things. And again, six months, each mm -hmm. of those things. So don't do all of them. I think for where you are, I would focus probably on the, the webinar. Um, how does that sound and how does all of that sit? I think it sounds great. Um, I, and I was even thinking about how I ended up aware of online course school because that's, mm -hmm. you had the A to Z guide and I read yeah. that and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so robust. There's so much in here. Yeah. And, and I grew confidence yeah. that I knew that I would get good, good help and support from you in the class. And then I watched your workshop that was, like uh evergreen yeah and um and then i got the the follow-up email and like hey saw that you like the guide we're starting mm -hmm. this thing are you interested mm -hmm. and yeah so it, and it definitely 
it worked for me, but and it also felt very authentic. Like yeah. this is all, these are, these are good quality. He, he wants to help. He's not just trying to like yeah. get customers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think the good thing is, you know, 99% of us orient that way. Right. Which is right, right. like, mm-hmm. it's really important. Like, I think, yeah, that is the actual really other interesting thing. I make all of those like such high quality because mm-hmm. I want folks to one, if somebody never buys something from me, um, I want them to still walk away with something and be like, sure. wow, this yeah. is really helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, like, I think it's, um, these like higher quality ones are a great way to establish authority. Right. Like mm-hmm. you said, and then also, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it inevitably, I mean, I've done, this has happened to me, right. Where you download a high quality thing. You're like, man, if this is the free stuff, right? I, can, exactly. <laughs> like, right. I can't imagine what the free paid mm-hmm. stuff is. You know, if you can get that question happening in someone's mind, then it's mm-hmm. you've hit kind of a nice spot, you know? Sure. Okay. Um, the so the the final two kind of things I do are and again this completely depends on what channel but you know I podcasting is sort of the main backbone of STC so I would do like select podcast episodes related to a course that I have mm-hmm. right so for example I might have a solo episode just on I don't know how to record your first podcast episode something mm-hmm. like that right and then the call to action. Usually I will, um, won't have a direct call to action to the course. I'll usually have it to the webinar and Mm -hmm. then I'll, um, well, and then the webinar uh, is an invitation to the course. The webinar, I feel like the more we're talking ends up being this, like, I didn't realize it, but it ends up being such a valuable asset because you can, Mm -hmm. you you can, um, you can like, uh, what's the word? You can release it in like different ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Right and it helps in different ways and it's just so powerful so um, so then for someone who doesn't have a podcast do you recommend like i wonder how much it helps to go on other people's podcasts where like it's their audience and i don't know if they're going to really be so keen on some random person showing up yeah so i mean that's i think if you can get guests podcast interviews um it's perfectly fine but again to that point there's a lot of factors that we can't control, right? right. Uh, yeah. How much they promote it. Let's say they stop podcasting, any of those kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is this other option, uh, which is newerish in podcasting, which are like called like evergreen podcasts. Mm-hmm. So you might just create a seven series podcast, uh, right? And the right. call to action is usually like, again, I do a call to action to the webinar right Mm -hmm. and those kind of run on the background and then typically you can do the same thing you can run paid traffic to that evergreen right um either through facebook or there's even and this is something i'm still really new so i'm not even going to say like i'm an expert at but there's actually like ways that you can get paid traffic to uh your podcasts as well and so sort of the same principle again these are standalone content that you know you can run paid traffic to but the podcasts are not essential right mm-hmm. now i i think for you like you've got the next year and a half kind of a marketing <laughs> right. you know, between right. the webinars and the guide mm-hmm. and then a core blog posts you know okay. so yeah sounds like a great roadmap 
Yeah. How does it feel? Like, I mean, how's all of it sitting? And and let us know kind of the next step for you, what that would, you know, what's the next step? Yeah, I think I'm going to, as I, so the, the course starts on Friday, January 21st. So it's coming soon. Nice. And so I think I'm going to focus on, on that. And as I'm going through it, identifying, okay, this is what the students really loved that lesson. And so let me, I'll take a note there and then think about what I learned through that eight weeks and compile a workshop or webinar, whatever I decide to call it, um, that, that I think would be most, most appealing and and really kind of hit some of the main highlights. Yeah. There's, um, so a couple of things. Um, so these are your initial sort of beta students, right? Like we, we talked about. And so, um, how, how many are there? Well, so we're still gathering final yeah. numbers yeah. until yeah. Sunday at midnight. Yeah. Um, but I've got um, three that are for nice. sure, and nice. two that are considering, yeah. and um, and a couple that are kind of we'll see. Yeah. So it's going to be yeah. a nice, a nice small group to really um, get get rolling and feel like I am um, yeah. and delivering good content, and also that they are getting good things and help me to feel like oh, okay yep here's the ball rolling now yeah uh actually i think i mean i, I shared this with you guys in ocs as well but i think like a low number like a three to eight is like mm-hmm. perfect because you know especially at this early stage you know we're some big fan of like running a pilot group before you actually yeah. create the digital yeah. version right it's right. a lot easier to refine that pilot version when you only have to worry about like three or five students as opposed to like 50, right? Because then you're worried about, you know, there's other factors, right? You can get more personalized feedback. So um, the uh, the other thing that you said is I just, um, you said when after each of these lessons, you kind of want to take notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was going through the Maven Accelerator, they talked about eyes light up moments and yeah. so in each of these like workshops, right? Like what are those moments where somebody comes back from like a breakout, right? And they're like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, Heather, that was amazing. Right. Make sure you write those down because I think those could be potential, like the the content for the uh, free webinar. Yeah, so. yeah, great. Cool. Uh, Heather, I'm so excited for you. Uh, let us uh, let us again know where's the, what's the website to, uh, to learn more about the course? Sure. So it's dialdownanxiety.com. And the course is called Dial Down Anxiety with DBT. And so that's where you can find more information about um, the, this module will probably, or this course will probably be closed by the time this airs, but um, we'll be having more throughout the year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, Heather, really just excited for you. And, uh, you know, I, I know that folks listening are, are so encouraged by you and just seeing the potential i mean we live in this amazing time i feel like man i (laughs) it's crazy right like i don't know for you but like when you're in undergrad or grad school like i don't know i didn't necessarily think i'm going to be creating online courses as part of of my you know right but i'm just trying to pass Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but here we are right and we're at the forefront of a lot of this stuff and it's so cool so um heather thank you again for doing this Yes, of course. Thank you for all your support. Hi there. Hope you enjoyed the coaching call with Heather. And especially if you have been struggling with marketing your online course and just trying to navigate this world of social media and 
trying to figure out where to best allocate your your income as well as your as well as your energy in terms of the marketing of your online course. I hope that today's podcast session has just been really helpful. Um, just to kind of review one more time, so I look at it as kind of a framework of five different tools or five different things that we can deploy uh, in order to market our course. Now, I, I forgot to mention this in uh, in my conversation with Heather, but I wanted to mention it here. The reason that I selected these five is that all of them have evergreen potential, meaning that there's definitely work on the front end to create each of these, but they can kind of stand alone and they require a fairly minimal amount of upkeep in the long term. And so so I like something like that versus like, for example, like a summit uh, which I think is a great idea. I, I, I know a lot of folks have had success with it. The one challenge of the summit is you kind of have to show up like over and over and over again, right? And so I'm really trying to be intentional. I know that many of us are of building this life of ease and flow and in different realms of our life. And I think when it comes to online courses, that's definitely something to follow as well. So the five things again are a web starting with a webinar, uh, and either starting both with a starting with a live one first, um, I would highly recommend doing live because starting out because you'll get an idea of what's resonating with students. And then once you've done a number of them, um, I always I mean, I probably would did over kind of too like too many. I probably should have done this earlier, but I would recommend I think I got close to almost 40 or 50 live webinars before I even thought about going evergreen. I would probably aim closer to like five to 10. Uh, once you kind of got five to 10 under your belt, then you can just create a separate recording and have those as evergreen. There's a number of great programs out there where you can do evergreen webinars. We use Easy Webinar uh, at STC as of 2022. Um, and if you'd like to support the blog, the link is sellingthecouch.com forward slash Easy Webinar, and that's an affiliate link. And, uh, and then for the live webinars, we just use Zoom. Um, and Zoom has its own webinar function, which is, which is pretty handy. And then after the webinar, we go to downloadable guides or cheat sheets, and then a core blog post, uh, followed by select podcast episodes. And then finally, we wrap up with a mini podcast. Again, this is just simply what's worked for me. Um, it, uh, you know, I would encourage you more than anything. It's the same encouragement I gave to Heather Think about what your zone of genius is when it comes to social media and sort of marketing. Uh, for example, I you know I'm, I tend to be more of a visual person, so I you know tend to focus more on those mediums. I, t- I love writing as well. Uh, it's like a part of why I've you know have been you know I have a Facebook group. Um, I have gotten more active on Twitter and all of those things. And so think about what that zone of genius for you is. Uh, and then obviously podcasts, I love doing those as well. So, and then kind of go from there again. And then the second piece of advice, uh, I just wanted to emphasize this. Many of us, including me, can see like a list of five things like this and be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? When am I going to do that? All of those things. And what I would say is just be gentle and kind with yourself allocate six to 12 months, depending on busyness and stressors and other life stuff happening 
for each of these. So start out, I would recommend starting out with the webinar uh, format and then going into those other ones. And um, if you are a, a member or if you become a, a future cohort member of Online Course School, we actually have an entire workshop on webinars and how to structure them and what's worked for us. And I actually gave uh, all of the students my own slide deck um, for for these webinars uh, that we've done. Uh, at this point, I think we've done nearly 100 of them, uh, live ones. And then we have a couple of evergreen ones working as well. So um, yeah. And uh, if you are interested in being a part of the next live cohort for online course school, uh, you can download the A to Z online course guide that Heather mentioned, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Today's podcast is supported by Kelly Miranda and the team over at zinimi.com. Uh, I've gotten to know Kelly and Miranda here for the past, gosh, seven years now. And uh, I actually went through their business school for therapists. I would say it's one of those courses that's just been super pivotal. In my own understanding of business, I felt like, like many of us, you know, I had never taken a business or marketing class in either undergrad or grad school. I don't know why. I think mainly maybe because, you know, like my, you know, well-meaning Indian parents wanted me to guide me sort of a, toward a, a certain career. And uh, that was usually away from business. And But I, I really wish I had taken it. But I got the opportunity to do that by going through Kelly Miranda's business school for therapists. And they actually have a number of free trainings. And the one that I encourage you to check out on their site is they actually have this private practice masterclass where they dive into these kind of like bigger core issues that even full practice owners get stuck on from being truly profitable and uh, protected from burnout. I feel like the burnout piece is so key, uh, especially as we continue in this pandemic and even as we emerge out of it and then sort of come into this endemic level, right? I think many of us are really thinking about how do you create a business that is long-term sustainable? And I think many of us have shifted and prioritized things like connections with our loved ones and our own health, like reprioritize those. And so I would definitely encourage you to check out that private practice masterclass. You can find more information about it and a whole bunch of awesome resources for private practice owners over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash zinni me. Have a great rest of your day and I hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Bye. wanted to invite you to download the free online course guide if you are thinking about launching an online course and just want some things that have been helpful uh, for me and some of the tough lessons that I learned along the way. You can again download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. And as I mentioned right at the beginning, we're actually starting a live cohort called Online Course School. This is a great opportunity to join with other therapists to validate and launch and record your online course. The best way to find out about this and to keep updated when the cohort launches is to download, again, the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. 
So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while, or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business. Just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.